0: It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with
1: Rach and Dave. Happy Monday, everybody. Goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. Did everybody have a nice Easter? Did it feel strange having an Easter that was unconventional? Because uh, it felt strange here. Easter is my favorite holiday. It is my absolute favorite holiday. And it felt a little bit strange for the first time in our entire life not going to church on an Easter Sunday. Uh, so we had to make do with what we are trying to do uh, in all of this with the quarantine. Find some new ways to do new things in new times. So, yep, we did online church like I think a lot of you did. We found ways to have lunch with our family via Zoom call. That's strange. I cut my own hair this weekend. Didn't shave this weekend. There's a whole host of things that are happening. If you're just joining us, welcome. I know you're watching Rachel's feed. I am not her. My name is Dave. I am married to her. Uh, Rachel Hollis is in real time in the hallowed studios of the Start Today Morning Show taping a segment of the Dr. Oz Show, talking about how the heck we all handle this quarantine. This uh, COVID, this, uh, this virus, this everything. So um, bear with me. She'll be back tomorrow. I guarantee it. I promise. Uh, if you're uh, doing our uh, next 90-day challenge, congratulations. Uh, we are, uh, as a community, trying to make it through these next 90 days together. This is the third week of our next 90-day challenge. And this week, we are talking about habits. Habits. Uh, if you are signed up, you know that there is a new coaching in your learning portal. It's uh, there for the rest of time and is available to you uh, in real time to watch uh, me, in this instance, teach you for a little more than an hour about uh, about habits. I, I start the conversation with me representing where I found pain in my life over the course of time and the pain that I was Uh, always feeling was a disconnect between who I'd hoped to be in life and who I knew myself to be showing up as when I fell asleep at night, right? How you feel about yourself when you're by yourself, that is the best measure of whether your habits that you are currently indulging in are working for you or not right? And so uh, I want to encourage you, if you have not yet, one, sign up for the challenge. It's 100% free. We've got 14 weeks of stuff. There are 12 weeks left to go. And if you believe that you are leading your life, that you are living your life, that you are in charge of your life, I hate to break this to you, your habits are what are actually controlling more than half of what you do every single day. So habits, as it turns out, are a wildly important thing any single day of the week, but are that much more important when we are in the midst of high stress, high pressure situations like the ones that we are experiencing in real time. Am I on, am I on Facebook? I mean, people are asking if I'm on Facebook. Hold on. Look at this. I'm going to go on real quick and see if I figured out how to go live on Facebook. I think I'm live on Facebook, but I might not be live on Facebook. If I'm not live on Facebook, then the boss is going to get mad at me, and I don't want to make her angry. She's trying to tape the old Dr. Oz show in real time. Let's see. Can't tell. Don't know. Not live. All right, hold on. I'm going live. I'm going to put my phone next to her phone, and I'm going to go live because, dang it, I had one job. I can't mess up one single job. All right, hold on. Hold on. If you if you thought you were already uh, seeing me on Facebook, don't tell anyone on Facebook that we've been going so long. Oh, hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Start Today Morning Show. Sorry I'm 10 minutes late. I have not already been going on Instagram for 10 full minutes worth of time thinking that I was already live on Facebook. This is just the beginning of the show. Welcome to the Start Today Morning Show. I am your host, Dave Hollis. It's really great to be here with you at the very, very beginning of the show. There has not already been 10 minutes of unbelievable content where people were wondering, where is Rachel and why I'm sitting here on the floor of my master bedroom instead of the hallowed studios of the Start Today Morning Show program, extravaganza studio. Uh, Here's the thing. Rachel is taping the Dr. Oz show, something I did not previously mention to anyone on Instagram who has been watching for the last 11 now minutes, because this is the very first second that we are going live. Welcome and good morning. Now that we've got that out of the way, uh, I hope this is actually working. I can't tell if anyone is actually on Facebook at this point. There are no wheels on this bus. It's suggesting that there is low internet connection. Of course there is. Why wouldn't there be low internet connection on my phone? It doesn't matter. Uh, We're talking about habits this week. Uh, 40 to 90 percent, okay, 40 to 90 percent of the things that you do on an every single day basis, 40 to 90 percent of the things that you do every single day are habits that are unconscious to you right? You are not even familiar with the fact that you are doing things inside of your unconscious. You are just reacting to stimulus in your life that is uh, you showing up the way that you last showed up for whatever scenario has presented itself. So if you happened to have had good habits the last time, I'm still not on Facebook. I I mean, honestly, the people on Facebook, they're really, really, all right, hold on. I'm going to... I'm gonna go ahead and turn it off. Listen, if you're on Instagram still, God bless you. I mean, I appreciate you being here. I promise, I'm gonna land this plane. This is gonna be amazing. When we get back on, don't tell anyone on Facebook that we've been on for 12 minutes. Trust. I wanted this show to go so much better. This is what happens when I get left alone to handle this by myself. Wow. We are trying to do this next 90 days work without Rachel being here in the morning. All right. Hold on. All right. I'm going to do it on my phone. Tried to do it on my computer. Thought I was going to get fancy on the old computer. Nope. Don't know how to do it on the computer. I am not the IT person that you were looking for. I'm not the droid you were looking for. I'm nothing. Here we go. All right. Back to Facebook. Here we go. One last time. Guys, hang out. Oh, hey, good morning, Facebook. Welcome. So sorry that we're a little bit late today. We still have not been on Instagram for the last 13 minutes worth of time. This is the very, very beginning of the show, so if you are just now joining, don't worry, you didn't miss a thing. We have not already covered the fact that I cut my own hair, that I am growing out a beard theoretically, though I have no ability to grow out a beard, and... We have not been talking about the fact that it is Habits Week in the Next 90 Day Challenge. All right, uh, next 90 days. So we have 12 more weeks worth of content, and in this week, we're talking about habits, and in the habit conversation, the thing I wanted to land more than anything is that half, at least half, of the things that we do in our life are unconscious. So if you are interested if, if you are interested, if you are interested in actually showing up well, if you are looking to create some consistency between who you'd hope to be and who you know yourself to be at the end of a the day, then you have to actually have a set of habits that help that version of yourself come together. Yes, Rachel is taping Dr. Oz in real time in the hallowed studios of the Start Today Morning Show. That is why I'm sitting on the floor of our master bedroom. So uh, at its most basic level, I don't want to take away any of what's inside of the class for habits, but I do want to tell you this. There are three things that happen in every single habit, period, across the board. There are three things. There are three things. There is a cue, right? There's a trigger. You get triggered by something. There is a routine. There is some action that you take to having been triggered, and there is a reward, And so the idea that uh, triggers are gonna happen in your life, that's just a thing that's gonna happen. People are saying that Facebook still isn't working? I mean, we're gonna lose the Instagram crowd if I keep trying to figure out this dang Facebook. Unbelievable. All right, hold on, hold on. Where is Rachel? Don't worry, we're all asking that question. Don't you worry. We're all asking, where is Rachel? Trust me, I wanna know where Rachel is. Rachel's the one that knows how to work this stuff. I don't know how to do anything. All right. Go on Instagram. That's right. That's an easy solution. Just go on Instagram. You know what? I'm just trying to do my best here and my best isn't good enough today. All right. Last try. This is the last try. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Uh, In the words of Rocky IV, if he dies, he dies. All right. Here we go. Last try. Last try on Facebook. This is it. Hey, good morning Facebook. Hey, it's your buddy Dave. Good to see you. Good morning, everybody. I'm so sorry that we're starting late. This is the very beginning of the Start Today Morning Show. The morning show that literally no one is talking about and certainly that 3,384 people haven't already been enjoying on Instagram for the last 16 minutes. Welcome to the very beginning of the Start Today Morning Show. It's Habits Week on the next 90 day challenge and yes, I did cut my own hair this week and I'm not shaving. But also, Rachel isn't here this morning because she's taping a segment of the Dr. Oz show in the hallowed studios of the Start Today Morning Show studio. It is going to be amazing. And I'm certainly happy that you're here this morning because it's Habits Week. And it doesn't look like it's still working. But you know what? I don't care. So here's the bottom line. If you think that uh, you are going to have any kind of success in thriving through this quarantine, your thriving will be directly correlated to how habits have been set up to have you thrive. That's it. If you uh, don't have the right kind of habits, then thriving becomes something that will be challenging for you, period. If you have the habits that will have you set up to uh, do the kind of work that you'd want, to be the kind of partner you want, to be the kind of parent you want, to feel the way about yourself when you are by yourself, then you're going to show up well. And so uh, you have to decide who do you want to be? Who do you want to be during this quarantine? How do you want to show up? if you 're if you 're an essential worker frontline worker if you 're someone who ends up um, having someone or yourself become sick, like who do you want to be when you inevitably run into the hard times that will show up during this quarantine during this virus during this season because the triggers are going to go on no matter what triggers do not go away. The thing that will determine whether you can be successful is if in identifying triggers, you are able to better change the routine that you approach the trigger with to still get the reward that you're hoping for. I will give you an example. I just celebrated last week having made it one full year's worth of time in not having a drink of alcohol. Celebrate good times. Come on, we'll keep that train going. But I had to ask when I was triggered one of the triggers that inevitably comes up is an emotional response. When I had an emotional response of being anxious or having fear or feeling overwhelmed, my trigger, yep, I had a trigger of being anxious, my response was to have a drink, right? So I'd, I was triggered, I'd have a drink, and my hoped for reward was to feel less anxiety. And so that was my habit loop. I'd feel anxious, I'd have a drink, when I'd stop having a drink, I'd feel less anxious, not because the anxiety went away, but because I suppressed, I muted my anxiety. So when I was drinking a little more than a year ago, I yep was achieving the reward, but I had to ask if it was the habit loop that was best serving the way I was interested in showing up as a partner, as a father, as a human, as a leader, right? And the reality was, I came to appreciate that with any coping mechanism, you cannot mute the bad without also muting the good, right? I couldn't mute the anxiety without also muting the joy or the hope or or the, the... positivity or anything, positivity or anything that, that was good in my, in my life. life. I, I muted, muted to the bad, but, but I also muted, muted all, all of the good. good. And here, here I made this, this big leap, and, and I did all this work to try and push, push myself into spaces where I was uncomfortable so that I, I might grow, grow in that, that discomfort. discomfort. And, and I, was I was muting the possibility, the possibility of actually of getting the fruits out of that Uncomfortable, uncomfortable station. station. Crazy, crazy, right? Charles, Charles Duhigg, Duhigg, Power, power of Habit. habit. It, it is 100%, the first, 100% the first book I tell any human, human to read if they're, if they're interested in growing, growing personally. personally. Because, because that was the first book that, book that I, read, I read, and man, man that, that book, book changed, changed the way I felt, I felt about, everything. about everything. So, so when, when I got triggered with anxiety, anxiety, when I get triggered with anxiety, because I still get triggered all the time, all the time, all the time, triggers don't go away, how you respond to triggers do. When I get triggered, I had to find other things to still provide me with the reward. There's a trigger, there's a response, and there's a reward. Those are the three components every single time of a habit. And so when I would be triggered, I would find something else that would help me get to my reward. And my reward was feeling less anxious. So I would talk with somebody about it. I would journal about it. I would put on shoes and run because running for some distance allowed me to process my anxiety in a way that was different than suppressing it. It was actually bringing it to light so that I could ask if this anxiety was real or not real. The book is called Power of Habit. It's by a person named Charles Duhigg. It is one of the most important books I've ever read in my entire life, number one. And two, Charles and I have an hour-long conversation for this week, Habits Week, for Next 90 on Thursday's episode of the Rise Together podcast. It is fantastic. It was like a Man Crush Thursday kind of thing, getting to hang out and have a conversation with this person who had such a massive impact on the way I think about Habits. So just number one, you've got to recognize that there is a cue, there's a routine, and there's a reward. It happens every time. The second big thing, and again, the entire, there's, a, there's an hour and 15 or so minutes worth of coaching that lives right now on the portal about habits. I don't want to take anything away from it. Go listen to it. It is me telling you every single thing I know about habits. It is, I argue, fantastic. One of the other things though is understanding When your triggers come up, right? If you can understand when your triggers are going to come up, then you actually can try and insert with some intention a routine that serves you because if 40 to 90% of things are unconscious reflex reactions, they're not intentional choices. They are just habits that live in your subconscious, right? If you can identify ahead of time when you get triggered, then you can be more intentional in bringing your response to your consciousness, right? And so in the coaching that is free and in your platform right now, uh, I want to argue, go spend time understanding where those five times are when you get triggered so that you can intentionally focus on how you change your response or tweak your reward to something that serves you. And those five things are uh, when uh, a certain time of day, a certain person, an emotional state, the immediately preceding action, or, 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 oh geez, there's five things. A person, a time of day, the immediately preceding action, uh, an emotional state, and one other thing. Anyway, there are five, there are five things that will trigger you, And triggers don't go away. But the more that you can stay connected to when you get triggered, when you get triggered, then you can change the way that you respond to the trigger. That is the thing I want to encourage you to stay connected to on this location. Location is the fifth thing. So every time, a certain time of day, right? There are certain people that are listening right now that uh, tend to eat late in the day. So if you tend to eat late in the day, like nighttime, I I, I don't like to say the word binge eating, but let's say like after a certain time of day, you're eating more than you'd like to, and it leaves you feeling something, then time may be a trigger. Location. Location. Every time you step into your garage, every time you pull into your driveway, every time you, whatever it might be, Every time you go into a place, it triggers you to do something. could be a positive trigger. Every time I walk into my garage, I'm ready to lift some weights. So it can be a positive trigger. It can be a negative trigger. Every time you are around a certain person, it triggers something, right? could be a positive trigger. Every time you are with Noah Hollis, you are filled with joy. Every time your mother-in-law FaceTimes you, you're filled with, could be joy, could be something other than, Right? every time something that just happened, right? Every time one of your kids doesn't take their stuff from the table and puts it into the dishwasher, every time preceding action, right? Every time you get triggered and that trigger provokes a reaction that ultimately seeks a reward. And then the last one is uh, emotional state. So every time you feel fear, every time you feel joy, every time you feel whatever it might be, but every time you feel something, there's always a response to that feeling that produces some kind of reward. If you can get a handle on the three pieces of the loop and the five times that you are triggered, you are going to get a handle on triggers in a way that most people never ever will. And if you can, you will change your life. The book is called Power of Habit. The author, his name is Charles Duhigg. He is, uh, yep, New York Times bestseller, Pulitzer Prize winner. He's a reporter. And he he brings his knowledge to this book through the lens of someone who is reporting on it. It is fire. It is fantastic. Uh, And I speak in the lesson uh, about it in, in some ways, but also, like, read the book. It is a fantastic book. All right. Uh, as much as we got off to a bumpy start because of uh, Facebook never, ever wanting to actually become part of this and Rachel not being here. She's taping the uh, Dr. Oz show in real time. Uh, I want to finish this with a little information about a little something called Rise Live. Y'all, are you excited about Rise Live? I am so excited about Rise Live. So Rise Live uh, tickets go on sale today at noon. There is a live RISE event happening on May 2nd. We are making it very, very affordable in terms of what the tickets start at. They start at 40 bucks, And the tickets uh, have some tiers. The tiers are going to show um, some different things that you might get in terms of some um, additional merchandise or some additional access. Okay? There are some amazing, amazing speakers that are going to be part of this event, and I'm gonna tell you who they are right now. So, uh, if you've been to a Rise event, you know that Rachel Hollis does the lion's share of the teaching, and she is, again, going to do the lion's share of the teaching. I'm gonna be doing a little tiny bit of the teaching. Beans, who is our MC, is gonna be the MC. Chris Chandler, who gets all of us moving our bodies, is going to be part of it. Asan, our DJ, he's absolutely going to be there making this place shake and move. But then also, we are going to have speakers, as we have historically had speakers at RISE events. And uh, the speakers include John Maxwell, who is, hello, the godfather of leadership, one of the nicest human beings that we have ever been graced to become friends with. Uh, he's authored more than 70 books. He's had more than 20 million copies of them sell. Uh, his 15, inv- 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth is like one of the absolutely, you have to absolutely get it and read it. Uh, but he is, he's amazing. Uh, he is one of the speakers at the event. Ed Mylett. Ed Milette, he is an extraordinarily motivational human being. Uh, He's one of the top 50 entrepreneurs under 50. He has an amazing podcast called called Max Out. He has built a very, very big business and is speaking from a place of having himself persevered through uh, adversity as we have this conversation around courage. Remember, courage, our topic for Rise Live. Um, every speaker, in some way, is going to uh, really focus in on their personal sweet spot as it pertains to courage, and any of the things that are happening. What happened? Okay, hold on. Rachel's here. All right. I couldn't get Facebook to work, honey. You couldn't get Facebook to work. Facebook's not working. But Rachel, oh, Rachel's here. Oh, Rachel's oh,
0: yeah. here. Here we go. Here I am. Hello, Honey. I just did an interview with Dr. Oz. Yes,
1: you did an interview with Dr. Oz, did, you like son a of a gun. I did Skype
0: interview with Dr. Oz and um, we're basically best friends now, you guys. All
1: right, I was just what telling people, about? I just am finishing because I'm finishing with Who's Talking. I just told them Flip about told Ed it. and I told them about John. That's John all I said. John Maxwell,
0: you guys. I know. John Maxwell, who we have wanted on a Rise stage forever and ever and ever and his schedule's always so insane he couldn't do it, but now he's doing Rise Live. Next one, can I announce this one? I want you
1: to do anything you'd like.
0: Eric Thomas. Come on now. If you do not follow Eric Thomas, you are missing so much inspiration on Instagram and I think on uh, all over the place. He's E.T., the hip hop preacher. He is so inspiring. He's such a powerhouse. He is a kick in the pants. Eric Thomas, Eric Thomas, Eric Thomas. That's another one that I've wanted forever and haven't been able to
1: get before. I found out so when I was excited. researching this morning that he's got his doctorate in education, but he's like a... Preacher. He's
0: like a full-on preacher. He's a full-on preacher. But he's like a kick-your-butt preacher. Oh, he yells... Yeah. He,
1: he yell talks like a champ. He's unbelievable that way. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go
0: it's ahead. Donald Miller... If you have done anything in marketing in the last, gosh, I don't know, five years, you've probably heard of StoryBrand. He has the incredible StoryBrand podcast. He has the StoryBrand workshops. Um, He's an author forever. Like, you guys probably know him from back in the day. So Donald Miller is another first time to the Rise stage. So we're super excited to have him. Yep. Your turn.
1: And then Jen Hatmaker is going to be there. Our friend Jen Hatmaker bringing every single bit of fire that she normally does. But again, around this, like through the lens of courage. Yes. So uh, this is going to be... 100% brand new content. There is nothing that has previously been um, like kind of a part of a Rise event. You get the same kind of energy, you get the same kind of like motivation, inspiration and challenge, but inevitably if you've been before, it's 100% brand new and it is taught specifically through the lens of courage from each of these people that in and of themselves could lead at a full day event. Uh, It's eight hours?
0: Eight hours of programming. Um, so eight hours of programming through the lens of courage, either leader, um, courage as a leader for your business or courage as a leader for your family. Um, and we're talking about courage through the lens of mindset, consistency, confidence and dang it I can't remember it's all on the it's all on the landing page look and see if the landing page is up because if it's not yet it will be soon. All right. Tickets don't go on sale until noon central but the website should be up soon so you guys can go peek at it. Um they are there are unlimited tickets except for VIP. VIP is a limited number because you get like this really cool no it's okay. You get this really cool um like gift box thing delivered to your house but we could only have a certain amount of those so um there's a limited number of vip all the rest are available for you tickets are at 40 dollars, which is bananas for eight hours of programming um
1: and there's re- and there's replay and the replay differs by tickets here ticket but exactly. if you get the 40 dollar ticket i think you get 24 hours to watch it
0: International, yeah, you can get it anywhere Um, because this is our first time and because we're so um, limited and all the things right now because of um, Coronavirus and quarantine and all of that when and if we do this again Like if this is successful and we do this again, we will have this translated into other languages We don't have that capability this time I really thought we were going to but in order to do that You have to have a translator in the room and like we can't it's just it's too hard right now So we will do it later Um. Uh can it be replayed if I purchase? Yes, depending on your ticket price. So all of that information will be on the site, the dot com forward slash live?
1: Just go to the Hollisco.com. It should be right
0: there at the top and just press oh, yeah. that button. Um, no, it's, it's available all over the world anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world. Um, but VIP, the box is not something we can ship internationally. That is a bummer. Yes, I know that is a bummer um, but that we just maybe Canada we should find that out we'll I find actually that don't out. know that I don't know but like shipping over an ocean right now is not no we don't we're not that cool
1: May 2nd is the day of May the 2nd. event. It's a Saturday so yep. mark your calendar. Yep. It is going to be a fantastic day. The live, the, the uh, m- m- most of it's going to be live. The the speakers will not They're be live. They're pre recorded, you will be live. I will be live. Asan will be live. Yep. Beans will be live. Chris Chandler and will be live. The amount of
0: work that we are doing to figure out how to have everyone in different locations be live at the same time, oh. but have it be high quality, like
1: oh my goodness, this
0: is taking a, a basically an act of God to pull off during this season. But we are going to figure it out. We are fighting for it. We're so excited. I feel like I need it. I need it. I, you guys, can we off of the topic for just one minute? Do you tell them that I cried yesterday?
1: I did not tell them that you cried yesterday.
0: So I didn't know
1: if I was allowed. No,
0: I feel like this is a good one for other parents because I know I'm not the only parent who has this sort of moment. And I just also want you to know that my kids are jerks sometimes, too. (laughs) Um, So let's just do that. So so um, I yesterday was Easter. Normally, that would be a huge day for us. We'd go to church. We have always, always had. 50 to 100 people at our house. We've
1: like had everyone. And it was like, if you don't have a place to go, just come over here. Easter's a big deal. Everyone to us. who didn't have a place to go just showed up at our place. Always.
0: And um, so I knew coming into Easter, like for the last three weeks in quarantine, I mean, we've been in, they were going into week five of quarantine, by the way. Jesus, take the wheel. But for the last three weeks, I have been really focused on Easter and just making sure, like, did I have everything for their baskets? Did I have everything to make it feel special? Like, I was so um, over the top, not unlike spending money, but just want to make sure that like, did I have the ham in time? Did I, whatever. Yeah. So we get up yesterday, we do breakfast, we make breakfast, so we have pancakes and bacon. Then I do lunch. I do these sticky ham and cheese sandwiches that are always part of Easter for us. They're in the cookbook if you need them. And then, um, I did, um, This whole dinner, so I do fried chicken, the chicken's been marinating in buttermilk for like 48 hours, like it's a whole production. And I, so now I've done breakfast, I've done lunch, and now for dinner I've been in the kitchen for at least two hours, getting it all done. Three or four kinds of desserts. The thing was there were only, there's only seven of us because it's us and then my niece is in quarantine with us. Um, There's only seven of us, but for me, I knew that if I didn't put the amount of effort that I normally would into a holiday, it was going to make me feel really sad. So, um, I just way over the top, right? Did all the things. Um, And... Two hours in the kitchen, we sit down to eat, and I had, <laughs> I hate wasting food, and so I, I'm i making my world famous mac and cheese, my kids love it, they eat it all the time, and I go to the fridge, and I notice that there's a there's a thing of broccoli in there, and I'm like, oh, I don't want the broccoli to go bad, I'm going to do sort of like a broccoli cheddar situation, I steam the broccoli, I chop it up really fine, I put it in with the mac and cheese, Delicious. 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 We sit down at the table, and first, my oldest son, um, my niece is like, Which piece of chicken do you want? And my oldest son's like, The one that's least burnt. They weren't burnt. He was, but it just like, Here he, we go. he meant like he didn't like the ones that were extra crunchy, but he said burnt. And so, first, that's what I hear. And then, not four minutes later, the kids are, you know, they're like, What's in the mac and cheese? What is this
1: green stuff in the mac and cheese? You
0: eat broccoli? It's broccoli. And they're like, me, me, me. And then they both, my younger sons, put it on their plates. And then my seven-year-old's like, this smells funny. I don't want to eat food that smells funny. And then my 11-year-old is like, wait, don't give no, there's no one mine. I'm not going to eat this. This is disgusting. I'm not going to eat this, whatever. And I. The
1: thing that tipped it over was when he asked if he could have like a piece of turkey or carrots out of the the crisper or something like he asked if he could have an alternative to what you created. And that was the end.
0: That was the straw. This was the camel's back. Yeah. And I have never done this in my entire life. I literally got up and left the Easter table with its bunny napkins and its beautiful, Easter themed settings. I got up and left the table Goodbye. and went to my room. Goodbye. And sat out on the back patio right here and bald uh, my eyeballs out. Bald. Bald. the,
1: the good news is it t- I mean like that was it was terrible. It
0: was so But
1: also it it's kind of what it took for the kids to appreciate how crazy it is for them to complain about mac and cheese that you created. Well
0: do you know Ugh. what I, do you know what I realize is that normally that kind of dinner would be a it would be a big deal, but we have been cooking for these kids around the clock for five weeks. So now it's like normalized me making dinner, and this was an elaborate like I put a lot of work into it. but they're this. just so
1: used to sitting around the table that they didn't think of it as being special.
0: but in any event, it, even if it wasn't special, even if it was like a ham sandwich. You need to lock it down. But it hurt my feelings. Like, my kids have never hurt my feelings before. It hurt my feelings. And I didn't cry in front of them. But I came on the back patio and I was, like, weeping. Because I'm thinking, I don't know about you guys, but the, the I don't want to say the only, but almost, the only, like, good memories of my childhood were holidays Mm. and dinners it's like the one thing that my family did that brought everyone together was like cook and eat and holidays. And even if my family was crazy and all the ants hated each other and whatever, we all came together for holidays. And so I've put, I put way too much effort into holidays, but it like was devastating. Cause I'm like, dude, you don't have to like it. Just don't be Don't mean be about rude it about at the it. table. So I came I'm like sitting on, and Dave comes and sits next to me and he's like, It's okay. It's okay. I said it was okay. And then I also you qualified so it. No, hard. I qualified
1: it. I said, No, no, no. It's okay to feel this sad. You deserve <laughs> all of these tears. I'm not trying to talk you out of feeling anything. I also didn't make a joke. Which is such my. That was my,
0: the first time in our marriage that you didn't oh, make a joke because normally he'd I, try and be like, "Oh, do you want me to like murder them?" Like he would make some kind of inappropriate joke to try and make me laugh. That's so how anyway, serious Did it was. they ask if they could come out? Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. So then they were
1: sobbing at the table and asked if they could come out and console <laughs> so I you. I did cry
0: in front of them, but they knew I was upset and they knew they had hurt my feelings. Yeah. And so they came out and they were like, "I'm so sorry, mommy." And I'm like trying not to cry because I'm not trying to put that on them. And I just said, "Hey, guys, like." I worked really hard, and I was trying to make the day special, and I know it doesn't seem like a big deal, but cooking's harder than it seems, and yeah. just if you don't like something, don't say it, but I... My solution... We all hugged, and we talked about it, and it was, but, but it was a really interesting Easter dinner, To yeah. be honest. My
1: solution, though you haven't uh, jumped on board yet, is that we should have mac and cheese with broccoli in it for 20 consecutive nights, and have it be the only option that they yeah. get to eat, just so that we can make sure. Yeah. That they know.
0: Um, the, I wanted to like flip the tables like Jesus at the temple, but I didn't. Um, and um, lots of people are asking. Thanks for asking. There's a mac and cheese recipe on the blog. There's also a mac and cheese recipe in the first cookbook, which is upscale down home. But that one's, um, it's delicious. It's bacon Ortega mac and cheese, which the kids, God forbid. You think they want to eat broccoli? I'm here for that. If you think Let's they'd go. eat Ortega chilies, you are sadly mistaken come on. but in any event easter that was easter which was really weird and i was like girl you better you better get some sleep because you gotta wake up it's a launch day tomorrow it's gonna be a better day come on it's gonna be a better day you get to talk to dr oz get to announce it but anyway if anyone else cried yesterday not alone you are not alone you are not alone anyway um hey guys have a fantastic monday have a great monday At noon central Tickets go on sale for Rise Live, which is our first ever virtual conference. You can go to HollisCode.com to find out the information. You can replay this to find out all the amazing speakers. We're really, really excited about this. We feel like as a community, it's something that we super, super need. Did you talk about habits?
1: I did talk about okay, habits. Okay, great.
0: Perfect. Great. If you are not part of our next 90-day challenge, it's totally free. There's so much free content, and we're really intentional. Look, we are doing a virtual conference um, for you guys, but also straight up. We run a business that is doing live events and we're not going to be able to do a live event until much later in the year. And we have 60 employees. So this is our attempt to make sure that we have some revenue coming in while serving you. The least expensive ticket is $40. Yep. And we that's about $100 less than anyone else's least expensive virtual ticket. But I understand that for some of you, $40 is not going to be possible. It's one of the reasons that we're doing the next 90-day challenge because we wanted you to have free content that didn't cost you anything. So for three months, you're getting a weekly class. me and Dave there's tons 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 of value and PDF and all of that so if you can join us for virtual conference it's gonna be amazing people from all over the world leaning into this idea from uh, about courage and if you can't man make sure you sign up for next 90-day challenge because all that stuff is free
1: if you can and you would like to support someone who can't there will be an option option. at checkout for you to sponsor someone who has raised their hand and represented that $40 is more than they can handle, but is something that if there were a scholarship made available that they would be interested in. So if you find yourself with more and you want to try and help someone who right now just can't, mm-hmm. uh, there is an option at checkout. You're super welcome to do it. Our customer service is going to connect your willingness with the need that exists in the community, and we'll hopefully have all the people, no matter uh, where you are. Yeah, we're
0: giving away a ton, ton, ton of tickets to essential workers, um, first line um, medical personnel, emergency personnel, teachers, uh, but lots of people were asking if um, they could gift more so that we could give more, and the answer is absolutely, so that'll be available at checkout.